Welcome to Dream Business Radio, the place to create your dream business now. Get ready for some inspiration, some encouragement, some proven business building strategies, and a couple of new ideas that you haven't even thought of. It's time to leave slow and steady as she goes to the other entrepreneurs, because this program is all about speed and fast results. And now, broadcasting from his floating home somewhere in the Atlantic Ocean, the dream business coach himself, Jim Palmer. Hello there, everybody. I am Captain Jim Palmer. I am the dream business coach and founder of the Dream Business Mastermind and Coaching Program, creator of Dream Business Academy. I'm the founder of No Hassle Newsletters going all the way back to 2007. It's like the ultimate done-for-you newsletter program and host of Dream Business Radio. You've seen the theme here with everything dream-based. Now in its 10th year, this is episode, geez, I always go off the top of my head, 514, I do believe. Anyway, welcome to another fantastic live episode. I started doing these right off the top of my head uh, almost a year ago and just sort of haphazard once in a while I drop in and people say, oh, do more, do more, do more. So I think we've, we have not missed a week this whole year in 2022, which is pretty fun. But I've got a great guest. His name is Mark Struchesky. Mark Struchesky. <laughs> yeah. It's one of those Howdy. names I have. Jim, you're only going to get one shot to get it right. <laughs> How are you doing today, Mark? I'm doing great. How are you? I'm doing wonderful. And um, folks, this episode of Dream Business Radio is brought to you by the number one mastermind for growth-oriented entrepreneurs. That is my group called the Dream Business Mastermind. If you are an entrepreneur, small business owner is tired of slow to no growth in your business, if you're feeling overwhelmed and unfocused, well, we're going to help you today <laughs> with my guests. But especially if you want to learn how to create multiple streams of revenue in your business, something I'm very good at, then check out my program, the Dream Business Mastermind and Coaching Program at dreambizcoaching.com. That's dreambizcoaching.com. That's it. Let me tell you about my guests because I don't know any entrepreneur. I don't think I've met any entrepreneur who doesn't feel overwhelmed or unproductive or in some way always in a state of daily chaos. So when I saw Mark's information cross my desk, I said, man, I got I to gotta, I gotta connect with him and see if he'll come on. Anyway, Mark Struchewski, I did it again, a.k.a. Wow. Mr. Productivity, born and raised in New Chile, which is a, a western suburb of Rochester in this country. <laughs> I saw New Chile. And anyway, he moved to Houston, Texas in 1997. And he said, no more snow, which is like when I moved on my boat and we started going to Florida every winter, I said, I've shoveled my last driveway. I, so we'll, we'll see how that holds up now that I'm back on land. Anyway, Mark is obsessed with helping 100 million, 100 million solopreneurs bust through overwhelm by 2032, which is like 10 years from now. Back in July of 2005, he was fired from a corporate job. Same here. No shame. To be, to be honest. Didn't even like what he was doing. So that was that was a blessing in disguise. And he decided to become an entrepreneur, much like Captain Jim here. So his first step into the new world was a professional wedding and portrait photographer. I have had two clients in that field. It's a very tough field. But one of the things that came out of it was he learned how to be a public speaker. Uh, I'm going to share a few quick facts, and then we'll jump right in. I got these off your website, Mark, so I assume they're public information. Yeah, I hope <laughs> he, so. I put he, them there. <laughs> I know. He gets up seven days a week at 6 a.m., including vacations and holidays, because when you are in that zone like I did for so many years, 
you don't know Saturdays and Sundays. You just know it's another day you wake up. He's been running at least a mile a day every day since 2017. Reads his Bible every day, just like Captain Jim. I, I knew we were going to get along pretty well. His average, uh, his beverage of choice is Mountain Spring Water, and he launched his podcast in 2017. So that is your introduction, Mark. How you doing? I'm doing awesome. I'm so honored to be here to help you and your listeners to be more productive. And you must admit, I know you're sitting there all tight chested. Go, God, if Jim screws up my name, because it's not an easy name. So I'm sure when you do a bunch of interviews, you're probably like, I'll just let that one go. That was half right. But anyway. Well, um, you know what? When I started being a guest on other people's show, I'm like, you know, if I tell people to go to markstuchowski.com, they're going to go. Uh, what now? Unless you're from Poland, you wouldn't be able to go to the website. So yep. I went on got mrproductivity.com, which magically takes you to the right, right site because I know people are out walking the dog, they're running or whatever, and I know they have nothing to write with. So I try to make life easier. That's a little hack, a life hack. Make things as simple as you possibly can, and they're gonna, you, it's going to stick with you longer. I hate complexity. I really do. Yeah. And so even I'm sure you probably picked up on this and people who listen to me for a while because I do it all the time. It's just like inborn repetition. Dreambizcoaching.com. So I would say dreambizcoaching.com. And I emphasize that and it, it instantly makes it memorable. So yeah. that's a good little tip. We're off to a good start. So, Mark, my listeners, they love they love the interviews. They love the learning strategies, skills. Um, and business building tactics, but they also love the inspirational stories that comes from uh, listening to entrepreneurs like yourself who who have been through the mud and the muck and then you know somehow come out the other side. So how did your journey begin? First of all, before we dive into the productivity side of it, take us through that. You know, what were you doing? And then how'd you become a wedding photographer? Well, I was uh, an inventory control coordinator at a local hospital. And I absolutely hated my job because uh, I would because we had the warehouse staff that would pick the supplies for the hospital and the salespeople and the system said 12 and we thought we only have 10. And oh, it, I just hated it. It was a long drive in the work, a long drive home. And I always had the entrepreneurial bent to me. And I think it took Mama Bird kicked me out of the nest so I could fly. And yeah. and so. When I became an entrepreneur after I got fired, now I was on a, I had a guest on my show earlier today that said, yeah, I think you've always been an entrepreneur. You just didn't know it. And I, I, I agree with him hundred percent. So I didn't know what to do when you be, when you lose your job and you become an entrepreneur, you don't know what you're going to do. So you I become a consultant, right? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. You become a consultant. And well, I became a wedding and portrait photographer and I'll be honest with you. I just wanted the gear. And I did two weddings, two too many. I mean, it's wedding, the, the bride that you see when you sit down and they hire you is not the bride on the wedding day. I found it yeah. out really quickly. And it's not their fault. They're under a tremendous <laughs> amount of stress. But this is back in 2005. Remember, Facebook was brand new. There was no Twitter, no LinkedIn, no TikTok, no Instagram. And there's only three ways to market the people. There was direct marketing, there was email, and there was this thing called go out and speak at like lions clubs and what have you chambers and commerce so, and all that. Yeah. So I went to one of my, my friends in my Bible study class who was a speaker and I say, Hey, how do I get started in this thing? And they gave me some suggestions and here we are. You can't get me to shut up anymore. And I was a shy kid in high school and college. And now you can't get me to close my mouth. Oh, that's so funny, man. Our tracks are on very, very parallel courses. So what was your journey to become a product? I'm sure you didn't go to 
productivity university and <laughs> or study a course. I'm guessing, like a lot of people, it's it's a result of everything you've gone through and how you've you know kind of made your life a little bit more efficient. Is that correct? Yes, sir. I was raised. I'm an only child of my parents, and I was raised in a very structured home. So I used to come home at three thirty in the afternoon. My parents wouldn't come home for five. I had to have my homework done, my chores done, the table set. I had to have everything done. And so I think when people ask me. No, did you go to school? What training did you get? I was raised to be productive. Mom yeah. and dad didn't tolerate any laziness at all. And I think that's what makes me such an effective productivity coach. That's so cool. And you know what? It just goes to, first of all, not to go off the, off too far, but, you know, the family unit, what you learn, what you go, what you, you know, how you're brought up and things like that. You you can, there's so much that's, that's I think, missing from, from, a lot of the society today, public schools, all kinds of things. And boy, that would be a whole nother show. So w when did you decide? So w did you say you only, you folk, you uh, photographed two weddings? Yeah. And then that, you pulled the plug. And so yeah. what, well, what was just, I'm just curious your mindset. Did you say, well, I'm really good at productivity and I think people need that. Like what was your thought process there? No, I was coming up with, okay, I didn't want to go out and speak on photography anymore. So I'm like, what do I come up with? What What's a topic? Because you got to have a topic. So the first topic I came up with was uh, how to be how to overcome roadblocks to become successful. Uh, note the self when you're not successful. Don't try to tell people how to become successful. Then I came up with one called how to go from hopeless to hopeful. I don't know what yeah. I was thinking then. So one day I was on the phone with one of my coaches. And uncharacteristically, I was not my, my usual ticker self from Winnie the Pooh. And he goes, what's going on? I'm like, you know, I really like speaking and training and all this stuff, but I don't know what I should speak on. Huh. And he goes, well, why don't you speak on productivity? And I remember saying to him, I don't know where that came from, but why would you say that? He goes, I know a lot of people. You're one of the most naturally gifted, productive people I know. Why don't you share that gift with the world? Wow. And the rest, as they say, cliche is, is history. See, see, there's so many lessons there because very often people, people in your life, whether it's family members, uh, spouse, partners, business people, possibly your coaches, they see things in us that we don't necessarily see in ourselves, mm -hmm. right? So that's a really good one. It's interesting that um, he saw that in, he saw that as a trait, I guess, of the way you interact. He says, "Well, you're so good at that. People need that, right?" Mm -hmm. There's people I've encountered um, through my coaching program, Mark, that are so good at um, like confidence, which is a huge part of success. It's very hard to have success if you don't have confidence. So yep. if you can solve the confidence piece and, but, but yet they love to do SEO. I love to do this. I don't think I say confidence is what you want to lead with, you know, niche down. So it's interesting. So why do you, why did you decide to focus on helping people? And we're talking about productivity and overwhelm, which I guess if you're productive, that's, equals less overwhelm or did mm -hmm. I simplify that too much? No, I, I think that's right. Uh, I, as a geek say productivity, but the people who are struggling are under a lot of overwhelm and that's the language they started. They, they use, and I took a course about a year ago and the course instructor says, use the language of your potential clients. And I reflected back or all my clients and not a single one of them came to me, says, Mark, I want to be more productive. What they said to me was, oh, my gosh, I am so overwhelmed. That word kept coming up over and over again. Yeah. And I'm like, isn't that interesting? So I didn't change what I teach them. <clears throat> what I did is I changed it to be not my words, but their words. It's interesting that, um, you know, 
of course, being a marketer, copywriter, et cetera, people go, well, I need more leads. Well, they don't actually want more leads. They would just actually like to make more money in their business. Leads happens to be more at the front end of it. So people right. think they need one thing and in reality, they need another. Why do you think overwhelmment is just, to me, it seems to affect so many people. I mean, I don't know. It's funny, but, you know, back in the day, my parents thought, I don't know if they thought Elvis and the Beatles was horrific. And now we think there's certain music. So it's, it's a sign of our age. But if you look back, are people really truly becoming so time starved that they're feeling overwhelmed? Or is that just everybody's everybody's zone of reality is what it is? What a what a combobulated question that is. Well, I think it comes down to FOMO, fear of missing out. And okay. that's one of the basic yeah. points, the foundation of overwhelm. Uh, you want to be on all the social media platforms. You want to be on the TikTok and the Facebook and the Instagram and the LinkedIn and the Twitter. But then you also want to start your YouTube channel and you also want to take care take a course and you want to read the book. And so we're just taking on so much because we're afraid. What if I miss something? Yeah. Um, first of all, you're going to miss a lot. Cause you can't, you can't capture everything. So I think the first step is people have to realize, Hey, I am going to miss a lot. I'm going to miss an awful lot and that's okay. I mean, we live in a world and I know, you know, this Jim. it's on 24 hours a day, seven days a week, 365 days a year. You can't possibly capture or do everything you want to do. It's impossible. If you can accept that, then I think you're halfway home. Yeah. Now you have a, um, you have a, a report because I saw that on your website. You probably saw me sign up for it in my preparation <laughs> to do this amazing interview, which looks like it's off the cuff, but it's really not. There's a lot of work that goes into doing this, folks. I'm a professional. Anyway, uh, it was 10. Way what, what's the exact title of it? I don't want to get wrong. Quick ways to conquer overwhelm. And the, the, the emphasis there is on the word quick, because when you're overwhelmed, you don't want to read a 97 page report. That's right. So we don't have time to go through all 10. So folks, I'm, I'm going to, Mark will tell you how to get the report at the end, but what are maybe, what are maybe the top three ways that you can quickly get out of overwhelm, Mark? Let's, let's tackle those. Well, number one is going to seem, is going to get people to go, huh? The first tip is to stop. If you're overwhelmed, don't keep going. You need to stop. I mean, literally Stop. And I know in our world that, as I said, it's on 24-7, 365. It's always going. I know it's very difficult. You want me to what? I want you to stop. Because when you stop, what happens is your brain can start going, okay, um, let's sort through this. Let's, let's figure out what's going on. What people do is they try to keep on going, and that only makes it worse and worse. So I would tell people, stop if you can. Get away from your electronics, go someplace quiet, close your eyes, do some deep breathing. I'm not saying stop and go check out TikTok. I'm saying stop and don't talk about, talk to anyone. Don't think about anything. Walk Just away from quiet. the screens. Exactly. Right? Yeah. Exactly. Um, I was certainly guilty of that early on when I was, you know, building multiple businesses in the 2007 to 2012 timeframe. And one, um, one, one, coach that means so much to me we became good friends melanie benson said you you need to uh, basically you need to stop jim when's the last time you had a vacation i'm building i'm building i'm too busy too busy and it's like i don't want to miss out i didn't want to lose the momentum i felt i had and um she couldn't talk me into taking a week off but i took one day off and um interestingly enough i drove uh, about an hour north to watch eagles training camp this was in august and the training camp. i've always wanted to see the training camp we'll go do it today so I did that. Now I took my camera and shot a video from Eagles training camp. So I was, but 
what happened is pushing away from the desk back then. I, I don't believe there's in that. I don't know when cell phones came out, but I don't remember having a cell phone, but I had my camera. Right. And it was like, I, I got clear for, you know, five hours, six hours. I pushed away from the desk. And to me, I'm always like a big fan of big picture thinking, Mark. And I, I tell, I never have a great idea in the confines of my office when I'm out looking at the mountains or for the last yep. five years, looking at the ocean or whatever, that's where I get big picture ideas. So anyway, I think that's when you say stop, you don't just, because <laughs> it reminds me of the, there's an old Bob Newhart skit, just stop it. You know, how do I stop? Just stop. Right. But stopping, it means pushing away from your, your conundrum of activity. Right. Exactly. And I think one of the best things you could do, as I said, is go get quiet. When's the last time, listener or viewer, when's the last time you were quiet? I mean, literally, you didn't think about anything. You didn't talk. you just quiet. And I know when you're quiet for like a minute, it feels like 10 hours. But yeah. when you, what you don't understand is when you get quiet, your brain is taking a collective and it's sorting through everything because you got to remember our eyes are always open. So our brains are always processing what our eyes see, what our ears hear. And if you just get quiet, I'm not talking about for an hour and a half, just for five minutes, you're going to feel so much better because you stop and you'll probably finish your day or the project or whatever you're working on much stronger because you gave your brain a chance to just relax. Yeah. It's a little bit like, um, uh, so I, I used to watch football most of my life. And, you know, when they're, when it's down to the, you know, they're getting ready to kick the game winning field goal and the other team will call a timeout. I think they're usually like 30 seconds, right? So for 30 seconds, everything stops. Yep. Now this team, the defense gets to rest and think about it and plan before the whole thing. And the other team gets to, you know, get all agitated, but that 30 second pause can be very, it's very instrumental. Like you say, you don't have to take a month off. Sometimes you take five minutes off. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Very good. All right. That's one. Let's on. Un- what's a, what's another one, Mark? Well, the second one is to go for a walk or okay. a run or ride your bike, hop on the treadmill, put your AirPods in and do dance around the house. Because what happens is you're not doing, now you're not thinking about what you're working on, what you're stressed about or overwhelmed about. You just need to break out a little sweat. It's okay. Go for a walk. I know it's hot. Some areas of the country go for a walk. It's okay. Getting that blood flowing because when we sit behind our screens all day long, you know, the blood is pooling in certain parts of our body. That's why when you wake up, you feel that coolness going down your legs, your body's like, Hey, let's get some blood down there. So I encourage people to stop. And then go for a walk. Now you can combine these two things. You can stop the project that's causing you overwhelm and go for a walk. Now, when you go for a walk, here's the thing I want you to do. I want you to go naked. Now, I don't mean without clothes. I'm a daily runner. So when you run naked, it means you don't have headphones on. Okay. I would challenge you to leave your phone behind. Now, if you got to bring it for safety reasons, or you're going to go on a walk in a park and you want to take pictures, put it on do not disturb or put it in airplane mode. So nobody can call you or text you or you can't go live, but I just want you to go for a walk and just don't listen to anything. Just be fully present on your walk. That's going to help you along with going along with stopping. It's interesting that uh, I remember growing up as a kid, if the phone would ring, the actual phone on the wall would ring Yep, during dinner. Nobody felt compelled to go answer it. Yep. It's like, no, they'll call back. 
So it wasn't, <laughs> but now beep, what's that? Who, who wants me? You know? <laughs> it could be the president of the United States calling to ask me my opinion on some foreign policy. I've got to check it. Oh yeah. Okay. Well, I'm not going to bite that hook right there. <laughs> Do you think overwhelm's gotten worse over the years? I'm oh, guessing yes. it has. Oh. So social media, the little phones, every, I mean, is that, is that the big reason? Yeah, and here's what I think about overwhelm. It's like people go, well, it's it's all the apps. It's, it's the phone. It's like, okay, um, I'm an adult. Most people, everyone I coach is an adult. I'm like, who's in control here? You or TikTok? You or your phone? I mean, my phone's sitting right here next to me, okay? It's on Do Not Disturb. It's face yeah. down. I'm focusing on helping you and your listeners. But people go, I got to check. You don't have to check Twitter. There is no Twitter police. There's no TikTok police. They're not going to come to your house and saying, Mark Zuckerberg comes to your house and say, hey, how come you're not spending six hours on Facebook or Instagram? So you've got to be the adult and you've got to say, look at right now, I'm going to write him, write my book or right now I'm going to go for a walk. You need to be the adult. And I, I'm so tired of people who are grown adults. Many of them have degrees blaming technology. That's you. I guarantee you, if you turn your phone off, your phone will not disturb you anymore. That's true. It's very true. Um, you know, most of the entrepreneurs and small business owners that I know are just type A drivers. Going to get it done, going to get bigger, going to get faster, going to get more successful. They just drive, 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 drive. I don't know. Do you help people outside the business world? Is, it, is that a function of being an entrepreneur or do you, do you help Mr. and Mrs. You know, person down the street? I help my, my target market is solopreneurs and entrepreneurs because okay. that's what I am. But I have people who work for the corporate environment and okay. I can customize my coaching for anybody. Obviously, if you're a stay at home mom and your biggest stresses is your nine kids, that's going to be a little bit different than a C-suite person. But I, most of the things I teach can be applied to anyone. Okay. I know one of the other things about being an entrepreneur um, I think we talked about this a couple of weeks ago was being a perfectionist. Um, and I think it drives people crazy because, well, at the root of it, they don't want to put something out with a mistake because therefore they'll get some incoming slings and arrows through the form of criticism. Yep. Right. So that leads to overwhelm because you've got other things to do, but you still got that piece of content that you haven't launched, published or whatever, because you're just cycling through the what if, what if, what if, right? So is perfectionism, is that is that like one of the root causes of the overwhelm? It, definitely, because what happens is we care more than <laughs> other people care. So I used to be so particular about my my reels and stuff like that so what would happen is i'm like oh i, I misspelled the word or i should have said this differently then i realized you know what most people aren't going to catch that so what i do is i i usually on most days i create two less than one minute videos and i caption them all and i put them on all the social media sites one a day okay and sometimes i take an old youtube video and i snip it up to a 59 second video and I just post it. I don't worry about the statistics. Right. So many people are like, how many likes, how many comments, how many shares? Don't worry about it. You just push it out there and let it marinate. I like how Grant Cardone says when it comes to posting on social media, <coughs> it's like kicking, kicking bricks into an ocean. Okay. Your one post is not going to break the internet. It's not going to break right. Instagram. It's not going to break TikTok. So some of my videos do really well. Some will do really well on TikTok and not so well on Instagram. I don't worry about it because 
I don't own social media. And like you, I'm passionate about my podcast, which I do own and my email list, which I do own. So I'm more concerned about the people in my, my circle, in my playpen than something I cannot control. I had a friend of mine recently and I got her to start doing daily reels. And now all of a sudden Instagram changed it where you used to be able to record the videos on Instagram and download it. And then you could put them on another platform. Well, now when you download it and, she, and now there's no sound, she goes, what am I going to do? I'm like, why are you relying on Instagram? <laughs> why don't you record the videos on your phone? And that way it's on your phone, add the captions on the software I told her about. And that way it's in your control. And, you know, she didn't like that. They changed it. I'm like, uh, it's not, they're not there for you. Okay. <laughs> yeah. I like when people go into some kind of a rant or something. Don't say that on my wall. Like, like it's your Facebook wall, <laughs> you no, your wall. No. Anyway. Um, by the way, the people that do struggle with perfectionism, one of the things that I usually, when, when I've, I haven't been out speaking in a long time, but when I used to speak on that, I would say, all you have to do is make a decision. Like it's your choice. So make a decision that you choose to be judged on the value of the content and the information and perhaps the services you're sharing and providing and not the imperfect way in which you provide it, because I guarantee everybody has imperfection or two or 12, right? So focus yep. on the value. And it's interesting you said about your videos. You know, I, I mentioned earlier, I was, I started doing videos in 2009, did it for six years. I think I only missed two weeks. And every once in a while, I just put one out because I didn't want to miss it. And I go, okay, that's not an award winner, but, to the totality of there's one clinker and about every 12 right but it was the it was the uh, persistency and consistency that i think helped build my audience mark you we know got it's amazing i just want to interject yeah, you real quick when i put out a video i'm like eh, i'm not too sure about it it always does well i'm like what's going on here so my you know what's going on it's real <laughs> If you feel you don't like it because maybe, well, like me, and, and, and if you haven't figured it out, I, I woke up with a horrible head cold. And I told Mark, I apologize. I'm trying desperately not to sneeze before the interview is over. So if I'm, you see me going like this, I'm, I'm trying to be my professional self. But it's okay because when you are your authentic self, warts and all, that's, that's really what attracts the right people to you. So all marketing, Mark videos, podcasts, all marketing is designed to do two things, attract the right people and repel the rest. So yeah. we're now we're down to five minutes, but um, you, you, we were going to cover three out of the 10. What's what third one would you like to talk about? Well, the third one I would just say is journal. Okay. Put your paper, put your thoughts on paper, on paper. not on an app on your phone, not on your computer. I mean, <clears throat> go get yourself a Amazon choice, generic notebook, and just write down your thoughts because I have never met anyone who writes their thoughts down in their own handwriting. It doesn't help them gain clarity. It's real huh. easy to go on your phone and just text a whole bunch of thoughts. But when you write it down, your brain can process better. So I encourage you, if you're having a bad day, if you're feeling stressed, you're feeling overwhelmed, open up the notebook and say, I'm feeling overwhelmed. Here's why I think why. And as you write, you may come up with a solution. Now, Mark, are you saying handwriting your notes, not typing into a Word document, is actually more effective from a journaling Absolutely. perspective? 100%. Is that right? Yep. Yep. I've done both, and I can tell you that the science is behind it because there's something about when you're writing and your brain is telling your hand what to write, it matters more. And when I write, I'm like, wow, okay, I got another idea. But when I do it on my phone, it doesn't happen. Well, the only problem I have is it would only 
I would only get the benefit one time because I can't read my own writing. So writing, it's interesting because I think it's the same. Um, there, somebody's helping us out with the, with the golden nuggets here. So um, what's interesting is when I help some people with uh, confidence and things like that, I'm saying uh, there's a lot of things you can do. One of them is, you know, positive affirmations. But I say, make sure you say them out loud, not your internal voice in your head. Say them out loud so your ears hear it. It, it somehow amplifies the the benefit of doing it. So maybe that's it. When you're when you're writing it out, it's different than pounding at the keyboard. You know what else I do? I actually print. So because I print, it slows me down. And because I like to go back to my old journals and read through them. So I print. People go, you have really good printing. I say, I just slow down and print my what I want to write. <laughs> and so because, I'm again, I'm slowing down. I'm writing slowly enough. Now my brain is picking it up so that's what i recommend um in our final couple of minutes in my um 12 hour preparation for this interview no I, actually <laughs> about a half hour full disclosure but i'm really good i saw on your website you teach something called the odae i don't know if that's odai or just O-day, O-day. O-day. yeah okay oday can you can you briefly describe that in three minutes yeah. or so all oday means is outsource, delegate, automate, and eliminate. So the whole principle is you go God. list everything you do, like everything you do for like two to five days. And then at the end, you sit down and go, which of these things can I outsource, which is usually to an outside vendor? What can I delegate, which is like inner department? What can I automate? We live in 2022. A lot of things can be automated. And my favorite letter is E. What can I eliminate? What are you doing? Yeah. That doesn't need to be done anymore. Yeah. That's another thing that um, similar to my coaching is if I, if I tell a client, if you're going to say yes to this, what are you going to say no to? Which is basically you have to make room for something because you can't continue to do 22 things as well as you do 20. Right. Absolutely. So, anyway. Wow. What a great, what a great uh, interview and fascinating. I'm, I'm, I'm impressed. So folks, I want you to go get Mark has a, uh, a special report. And Mark, why don't you tell them where they can get it? I I worked really hard to get this URL. So I don't <laughs> want you to try to figure out on my website where to go to. You can, but I have a very cool URL, overwhelmsucks.com. I mean, it was to me, it was a perfect URL. Oh, it's a redirect to the right page on my site. Overwhelmsucks.com. Whenever I tell that you are to people, they I just they get the smile on Craig their face. Craig Valine loves it. I know that. He's going, Oh my god, that's good. Craig's a Longtime friend and member of hell of a marketer. He goes, Oh, that's cool. <laughs> Over okay, overwhelmsucks.com. That yep. is it, man. That is it. That is very good. Yep. Um, and 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 see, I, I'm go- all about simplicity, Jim. See, go to Mr. Mr. Productivity.com, go to overwhelmsucks.com because I know people are busy, but with a name like overwhelmsucks.com, they're like, Wow, I'm gonna I'm not gonna forget that. But if I told them how to get it on my website, they'll go, What? I gotta click what button? I'm all about simplicity. There you go. You, you from from Southern California, Mister Mister Craig Valine loves your URL. <laughs> so score one for you. All right, Mark. Thanks you so much, man. It was a great interview. Um, everybody, go to um, overwhelmsucks.com and get the other things that we didn't cover in this interview. I, I get a lot of beeps in my ear. I guess we're getting likes on on the different 
platform. So anyway, <laughs> hey, folks, that wraps up this very special. It's no wonder I can even do this. I mean, I'm so like ADA, like, what? why is my ear beeping? Oh, I see people hitting the like button. <laughs> so, <laughs> All right, Jim, that's a little bit of the cold medicine in interacting with my ability to focus. Folks, that wraps up this very special interview with my guest, Mark Skruczewski. Three times I got that right. I highly recommend you connect with him, get his special report, and you can connect with me at getjimpalmer.com. That's my home base. Uh, if you're interested in joining about 28 other smart entrepreneurs who are all growing, uh, go to dreambizcoaching.com, dreambizcoaching.com. If, if you're interested in getting all six of my books for free in the digital version, they are at Amazon uh, as Kindles, at nookbooks at bnn.com. They are also in the iBook store and they are totally free. That's my part of my legacy building program. But until this time next week, I am Captain Jim Palmer. I am the dream business coach. You take good care. Now it's time to go implement what you've learned. Great ideas are nice, but results only happen through action and implementation. So stay focused. Kick all distractions to the curb. Sleep a little less if you have to. And create your dream business now so you too can live your dream lifestyle. To learn about building your dream business, join Jim's free Dream Business Facebook community at dreambizgroup.com. That's dreambizgroup.com. See you next week for more Dream Business Radio.